Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. We are in the Gospel of Mark, chapter 16, the end of the Gospel of Mark. And in the previous episode, we looked at verses 9 through 11. And I want to go back and reread those and then press on through a couple more verses. Because there's a point here I want us to see. And it's a point that I believe is just really, really important for us today. Okay? So here's what it says in verse 9, Mark 16. Now, after Jesus had risen early on the first day of the week, he first appeared to Mary Magdalene, from whom he had cast out seven demons. She went and reported to those who had been with Jesus while they were mourning and weeping. When they heard that Jesus was alive and had been seen by her, they refused to believe it. And this is the point that I want us to see today. We're about to see this three different times in these few verses, okay? That a group of people, individuals, refused to believe, refused to believe what they were told by someone who they trusted, someone they had been with, okay? Any number of reasons why they did that, but notice, they refused to believe. It's not that they could not believe, is that they refused to believe. So watch this, verse 12 of Mark 16. After that, so after Mary Magdalene, and from the other Gospels, we also know that it's the other ladies that testified to this. <laughs> after that, Jesus appeared in a different form to two of them while they were walking along on their way to the country. They went away and reported it to the others, but they did not believe them either. So a couple of things going on. Uh, we just know that there's two people right here that are walking along on their way to the country. When we look at the other Gospels, we know that this is the great on the road to Emmaus scene. You know, it's, and it's quite a detailed story in one of the other Gospels of what happens here. They literally realize who Jesus is when he breaks the bread in giving thanks. He disappears. They immediately turn around and go back to the disciples, to the believers, to the 11 plus everybody else, reported to them, and they do not believe them either. And that idea, do not believe them either, means that they're reporting back to the same folks that had just received earlier in the day from Mary Magdalene and the ladies. So there's these reports that Jesus is alive. We have literally seen him. Now, verse 12 is really interesting. After that, Jesus appeared in a different form to two of them while they were walking along on their way to the country. In a different form. What does that mean? The, the word, Greek word form is morphe. You know, the, uh, usually it means a shape or a form. Word for different means different. <laughs> okay, in another form. He appeared in another form and another way. And that doesn't mean that he appeared as a grasshopper or he appeared as a rabbit or anything like that. No, but he disguised himself and apparently looked differently in a different form as a man. 
when they saw him break that bread and give him thanks, they realized it was him. And when they saw that it was him, he disappeared before their eyes. Now, that gives us some insight into some things, maybe for how things will be yet in the future. Jesus came and went. He appeared in locked rooms. In other words, he could pass through the walls. He could appear. We've already seen with Mary Magdalene when she was trying to hold and cling to him. He said, don't cling to me. I haven't ascended to the Father yet. Other portions of the gospel talks about him being glorified first. Here he's in a different form. What form are we going to be like in the form of all eternity? We do know that we will know one another. We'll recognize one another. Mary recognized him when she finally looked at him, heard him, saw who he was. It's just interesting, isn't it? Verse 13 said this. They went away and reported it to the others. They didn't believe them either. Afterwards, verse 14, afterward, Jesus appeared to the eleven themselves as they were reclining at the table. So this is when he comes in, uh, and it's still on the first day of the week. It's later in the day, and they're hiding because the other Gospels tell us that they, they're terrified. And you can understand that. You know, Jesus had just been killed four days before. And here they are laying low. They got the door locked and everything, and Jesus appears in the room with them. And what does he do? He tells us he reproached them for their unbelief and hardness of heart because they had not believed those who had seen him after he had risen. Can you imagine being one of the 11 and then being one of the other disciples that were with Jesus, but particularly these 11 right here, Jesus had told them repeatedly what was going to happen over and over and over. He had just told the ladies, Mary Magdalene and other ladies, hey, tell them to meet me in Galilee. Tell them to meet me where I told them I would be going to, and I will see them there. They refused to believe. So what does Jesus do? He appears himself. And he chews them out, folks. He reproaches them for their unbelief and their hardness of heart. Why? Because they had not believed the report of those that had seen him. Let me tell you, this is a major, major problem within the professing body of Christ today. And I'm talking about true believers. I'm not talking about the fake believers. I'm not talking about the fraudulent believers. I'm not talking about the religionists and all that. But I'm talking about people who are truly believers. That they, There is a huge problem with unbelief, a huge problem with hardness of heart. Why? Because they do not believe. They do not believe what the Lord has said. They don't believe what the Word of God says. They don't believe what others have experienced. So there's a hardness of heart and unbelief in relationship to how the Holy Spirit manifests himself in spiritual giftedness. People come along and say, well, I believe in this gift and this gift and this gift. I don't believe in these other gifts. No, no, those are not for now. Those are not for this time right here. And yet other people function within those gifts. They see them functioning within those gifts. They experience the fruit and the glory of them functioning in those gifts, and they still refuse to believe. And it's because of unbelief. It's because of hardness of heart. And it will actually lead you to the point of what happened in Jesus' time, what happened in the early church, same thing, that people will start saying, well, no, that's really not the Holy Spirit. That is an unholy spirit. They will start saying that it's 
the enemy that is manifesting himself rather than the Spirit of God. And it's all predicated and all founded upon unbelief and hardness of heart. I tell you what, I think it's a word of warning for us here. You know, we don't want to be like the disciples. They'd receive the word from Mary Magdalene and the other ladies, and they basically just said, oh, well, they're just emotional. They're just so upset, they just, they just think that they saw. That's what they're thinking. And then these two that have spent all day walking to Emmaus and turn around and walk back, well, that's a little harder to discount maybe, but guess what? They didn't believe them either. And Jesus appears to them and reproaches them, corrects them, <laughs> okay? Because of their unbelief and hardness of heart, because they had not believed what other people had told them about the Lord. Hmm. Take this before the Lord. See what he has to say to you. I think he's going to probably correct all of us, okay? Again, I'm Dale. Thank you so much for your time. I'll see you in the next episode.